Hey, Hawkeye fans, Chad Leistico and Mark Emmert, and we are here to recap the Cyhawk game in 2018. And Mark, uh, initial reactions to Iowa's 13-3 to victory over the Cyclones. Well, uh, certainly all credit to the defense for this one. They were they were magnificent after that first Iowa State drive, which mm-hmm. they finally snuffed out at the one-yard line. Um, I don't know that Iowa State got anything going the rest of the game. I think they ran two more plays in Iowa territory the whole rest of the game. Um, so that's uh, last year it was all about the offense. This year it's all about the defense. Kind of funny how that works. Yeah, definitely. Kirk Ferentz uh, pointed that out, and uh, afterwards, <laughs> tale of two years basically, and absolutely it was. I mean, the, uh, I, I wrote all my stuff on the defense tonight, <laughs> and uh, for a good reason, I suppose. But uh, the fact that that this Iowa State team, um, with a lot of hype, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, deserved, I yeah. think, praise. They got some players. You know, yeah, absolute NFL running back, NFL mm. wide receiver, scores three points. And mm. really, uh, we go back to that Phil Parker magic number uh, of the explosive plays yeah. that I've written about. Yeah. They gained 31 yards on second play of the game. That was it. That was it. Yeah. That's one explosive of, of the, he called for the 25 plus. They got yeah. old teams to two or less. One this year so far, yeah. and three points against the first team defense in two games. Yes, right. That's startling. Right. It is. It really is because this is pretty good competition. It's not like they're playing cupcakes here. So maybe they're honest up in there. And this is a little bit of a makeshift crew here. A new new starting linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, a new starting middle line. Actually, two new starting linebackers. Right. Um, two first time starting linebackers. Right. Jack Hockaday and Jimon Colbert. And they they both look really good. I thought. Of course, the whole defense did, but. Uh, Never. I, we talk about whether they're going to play nickel with, against those spread offenses. They, played, they did it one time; it didn't work. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Never saw it again, and uh, they don't. I guess they don't need to. That, that base defense is yeah. just. It really is amazing how they can just plug guys in there, and it works. And this, what's so strange to me, and I, I can't wait to watch this on DVR because, uh, just watching this defense last year with Josie Jewell, Josh Jackson, you know, other uh, Ben Neiman, mm-hmm. Bo Bauer, yeah, you know. Fifth year, fourth year senior guys. I mean, this Iowa is hitting wh- wherever the ball is. Mm-hmm. Iowa is there to make the tackle. It seems yeah. like every time, and that's what's startling. Yeah, me. yeah. The way they handled David Montgomery today was really impressive because that he's a very good player, as you mentioned. And they, especially the second, I don't know, he have ten yards in the second half. He had sixteen after the first quarter. Right. I know that. Yeah, he had about 40, put that little nugget in my 44 call. or 47. 44 rushing yeah. for the game. Yeah. yeah, and I think he might have had 34 in the first half. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, I mean, uh, and this is one of the best running backs yeah. in the country. I mean, Ferris even said so, yeah. 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 So that's uh, that bodes well. Now, I will say Iowa State's offensive line was a little shaky. They were not good. They'll see a better one in two weeks for sure. <laughs> but uh, but right. still, to hold these guys at three points, That's uh, I, I never would have guessed that. I thought it would be lower scoring than last year's game, obviously, but I didn't think three points. Is, that's obscene. Yeah, uh, let's go through a couple stats here. Uh, just FYI, this could be a quick edition of the podcast because uh, apparently we're getting booted from the press box at 11, and we just uh, filed our stories at 10:30. So, and I still got to post this thing yet. So, but we'll <laughs> run through them. So, David Montgomery, as mentioned, 17 carries, 44 yards. Uh, also had three catches for 15 yards. So you total that up, that's 20 touches, 59 yards. Yeah. That's less than three yards per wow. touch. And he had 15 touches in the first half. So. They really bottled him up. Yeah, as I said, if Iowa could get a lead, and it's not like they really did, <laughs> no. that, that Iowa State might drift in the passing game. But, More on that later. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, other stats for the Iowa State team: uh, Kyle Kemp, who went out with a knee injury, was actually 15 of 21, so lived right. up to his accurate 
right. uh, acumen. But everything was short. About 126 yards, and again, 31 on that one play. Mm-hmm. And he was sacked three times. Zeb Nolan, 4 for 10, 43 yards, and he was sacked. So all told, Iowa gives up 19 rushing yards, 25 uh, actually, 28 of those were sack yardage, mm-hmm. you know, so 47 total rushing yards on 20 carries. Yeah, you know, that's that, that'll get it done against yeah. anybody. Yep. Hakeem Butler, three catches, 35 yards, all in the second half, 23 yarder late. Yep, yep. And uh, I asked Matt Hankins about that afterwards, um, asking about you know mm-hmm. what's you know how do you play a six foot six, six foot five guy? Yeah. Said. You just stick to the same technique. I know it sounds boring. Mm-hmm. Stick to the same technique, and yeah, it worked. Yeah, and I mean it helps when they don't throw to him. <laughs> well, he threw. They targeted him nine times. Yeah, or ten boy. times. That, ten times. That, that, the, the third and goal play was one of them for sure, and that, that was a weird play. Uh, let's yeah. let's say before we get to Iowa stats, that play calling sequence by Iowa State at the Brutal. goal line was very questionable. Yeah, if I'm an Iowa State fan, I second guess that one all day because yeah. they could have taken control of that game. They were they had a really impressive drive. They looked so good in that first drive, um, and then got on the two yard line first and open the two, and they got uh, actually a big play there. Was it Colbert that made that big tackle on that first down play, and then uh, second down they decided to go wildcat. And Iowa was all over that. Yeah. We, we talked about it in the press box. What the heck? Matt Nelson, uh, they had it all identified. They didn't worry about anything else. They just went yeah. right after Montgomery. So then all of a sudden you're third and goal at the one. And you're throwing and a fade, though. Yeah. Just a really poorly thrown pass, too. Yeah. And, and, then, uh, and then the offensive line finally reared its head and got a false start on fourth and goal from the one. They had to kick a field goal. So After a timeout. That was the beginning of the end for them. Yeah. Um, you know, Iowa State's punter tried to give Iowa some short fields. <laughs> he did first time. twice. They got three points out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yes, it was uh, Colbert on that. On yeah, that, that was a, that was a big goal. Stop the uh, tight end there, right? Uh, no, actually, no. It was Hankins. I'm sorry. And okay. then Colbert was on second goal. Okay. Was on that tackle. So. so a lot of credit all the way around. Yeah. But, really uh, good. Really good performance by the by the Iowa defense. Um, Iowa stats. Let's go to. Uh, the running game, Torrin Young ends up with 21 carries for 68 yards. Mm-hmm. He's solid. Okay, yeah. 3.2 per carry. Yeah. Mackay Sargent, 11 carries, 25 yards. Uh, and very, his first touchdown. First touchdown. All three running backs now with one That's right. rushing TD each, correct? Yep. yep. And Manziel has one too, so That's he's right. tied for the team lead. <laughs> <laughs> that will not last. Uh, Nate Stanley, uh, two for seven. Brady Ross, two for five. But one thing of note, Nate for all the problems the offense had today, and we'll get to those. Yeah. Nate Stanley was not sacked. Nope. Iowa did not turn the ball over. Yes, that was big. So they almost did once. Almost did. <laughs> it was once. overruled, it was but overturned yeah. on yeah. review. No, I thought that was that was a big key to this game is that they did not put their defense in really tough spots position wise, field position wise, um, which obviously helped. Stanley ends up 16 to 28 for 166 yards. That's actually way better than I thought he was <laughs> when I first. Yeah, and that's still not great. No, and then, but the fourth, the fourth, the fourth quarter, quarter was, was all of it. Yeah, um, you know that'll be the drive. You wrote about that drive. One yeah. before we get into the receiving stats, maybe take us back through that drive. Iowa leads six to three. Gets the ball really it's, struggling. Yeah. Pin back where was it? Seventeen yard line. Seventeen yard line. Minutes to go. First play, Fant drops a pass. Oh yeah. Second play, Torn Young for one yard. Now you're at third and nine on your 18. Not a good spot for an Iowa offense, historically. <laughs> Not to be today, in. no. And they hit T.J. Hawkinson for exactly nine yards. Remember, they had the first they spotted it a yard short, mm-hmm. and then they reviewed it. So that was they converted three third downs on that drive. They had only three all game going into that drive. Uh, they got Nick Easley, his first catch of the season, a really nice 15-yarder. 
I and thought that was maybe the biggest play of the drive. It might have been. Cause I mean, other than Brandon Smith. I talked to Brandon Smith afterwards, and Brandon Smith said that that, uh, that ball was actually obscured from Easley's vision by a defender. He said for a while he mm-hmm. lost sight of it, and then he had to kind of catch the back end of it and you know readjust. It was a heck of a catch. And then uh, Brandon Smith himself, speaking of Brandon Smith, 30 yard, third and four play, gets his first catch of the season, 30-yarder. Really nice, beautiful throw by Stanley. He said his probably his best throw of the game. It was hard yep. to argue. And then, yeah. uh, but also for for Smith to go up there and get it. I mean, we haven't seen him do that all year, and there's a lot of question about when was the productivity going to come from this guy because we know he's got the talent. And uh, you could just tell how relieved he was to get that catch afterwards. When just talking to him in the post game, like he even said, like he just said, you know, right after the catch, like finally, I finally got a catch. Yeah. And I'm sure that had to be a big moment for him. And then of course they scored the next play on the on the sergeant uh, two yard run. So. Yeah, that was interesting. At first, I thought they were worried that um, maybe he didn't catch it. That's right. why they rushed to the line. But yeah. on replay, it looked like a clean catch. I think they were just trying to take advantage of Iowa State's they tired were, legs. They were, and then one guy barely got back on side, one of their, one of their defensive linemen, before that all snapped. So that was a really nice run. Uh, Sergeant said he still had chills afterwards just thinking about it. Oh, so it's nice. a really nice moment for him. Obviously, a junior college transfer who didn't think he was even going to be here this year because mm-hmm. he was planning to go back to Iowa Western until Iowa finally called him late. So, um, so that I mean that that one drive. I don't think it makes up for everything else that happened. Right. But but I do think it's a big moment for that team to at least show that it's their first real good drive of the year. Like let's be honest, last week they had their longest drive was 58 yards. I mean, the defense set them up last week in good spots. This week and they and they used a lot of weapons. You know, four different receivers caught passes on that drive. Amir Smith-Marset was out with a shoulder injury, so they didn't even have him available in that drive. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a really, really big statement for that offense to make. And they also did the same thing. Like they they'd been waiting for that to happen. They kept thinking they were close, um, and eventually they got there. And we'll see if this has come kind of a spark for them going forward now, because uh, that I think that finally showed what the offense could be, what we thought it would be. Yeah. That drive, because the rest of it was really ugly again. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean that. Stanley looked bad most of the game. That was 31% of their yardage was on that one drive for the game. Mm, good stat. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I kind of wrote that it's that's that's a bad sign, but maybe it's also a good sign that the drive happened at all because there's, there's no – I mean, what if that – I mean, that third and nine play, originally if that was only eight yards, now you're putting the ball again. Who knows if you ever if you ever get a chance to have that kind of drive. So um, to at least get one together I think was big for them. Obviously it put the game away. 13-3, to three, that defense was not going to go up point, 10 points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and their backup quarterback was in. So, I mean, that was the ball game right there, that drive. So you uh, basically you took a lot of offensive interviews. I took a lot of defensive yep. interviews after the game. Any other highlights from your post-game interactions with, with the Hawkeye offensive players? No, I think this that was just kind of the sense I got from everybody I talked to was that, like, that one drive, they're going to study that to see what they did right. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they did say that they always thought all along they were close to that. Of course, that's what they always say. Yeah, They felt like they were close to having a breakthrough, but that was, I think, a, a breakthrough moment for this offense because that's a very good defense they played against tonight too it was a, it was a very yeah, very, very good solid defense. sound defense it was hard and, to uh, find openings there and, and that game could have gone the other way it was just like one mistake would have turned the whole game yeah we uh, kept saying that like if one turnover yeah if Iowa fumbles the ball back right and block punt again or anything yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, this that's ba- that could be it yeah and Iowa Iowa ended up making the big plays. The one to Amir Smith-Marset sets, 45 up, yard, sets yeah. up Racinos' uh, 48-and-a-half-yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't help. The next play was a chop block. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was, uh, And then Smith-Marset gets hurt on that play, too. So I thought, well, this is typical of Iowa's offense, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, but so, yeah, that, that's how big that drive was. Actually, I talked to Brandon Smith. He thought that that Smith-Marset thing was kind of set up everything that happened after that because that really mm. opened things up for them. First time they had any success going downfield this season. Um, so he really he put a lot of th- credit to that play. That was Smith Marset's only catch, I believe, in this game. 
Um, yep, it was. But it was it was a and the, the blocking in the play was so good. I mean, Stanley just had a great pocket to deliver that ball. That was a very nice play. So you so, get more of those though, obviously. So ten of Iowa's sixteen receptions by tight ends, only yep. sixty four yards in that mix. So obviously mm-hmm. they still need to get more production there. But yeah. I guess we should probably flip the defense here. Since mm-hmm. yeah, that's the, <laughs> uh, the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know who Iowa's leading tackler was today, Mark? Did uh, you look? I didn't look yet, so let me try to guess. Uh, Ojemudia? That's a pretty good guess. He had six tackles, but the team leader was Matt Hankins with eight. Wow. Isn't that something for a cornerback? Now Both he tied with Jack Hockaday for eight. Okay, Hockaday had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. on the list first. No, but, but that it just shows to me that. They they gave up. They were willing to give up those long four yard out passes. Right. And they, and those guys, credit to them, Hankins and Ojemudia. Ojemudia didn't get a beat. Right. They yep. they wrapped them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amani Hooker was seven. Nick Neiman was seven. Jimon Colbert. Jimon. I asked him how to pronounce it. Jimon. Jimon. Okay. Colbert. Five. AJ Epinesa. Time to talk about the freak. That's what Matt Nelson called him. Yeah. Uh, five tackles, two sacks. His second straight game with a sack fumble that Chauncey Golston scooped up. Wow. I asked him if he had what a combo. planned that. Yeah. <laughs> he said, actually, they do. No. <laughs> sort of. He said, <laughs> he said Golston has never fumbled the scoop drill ever. Okay. Right. So just FYI. Something to keep only. an eye on. Yeah. No, and, the, and he had limited snaps. In the first half, Vanessa didn't play much mm-hmm. at all. So that's what makes that more impressive. I mean, obviously, they're keeping his legs fresh. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, – that's a heck of a stat. Yeah. He he looks like, yeah. I mean, to me, he looks like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I will. He looks like he's gone after next year. If he's, He'd be oh, yeah. crazy not to be good. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a, a force the rest of the year. As valuable as pass rushing is now, yeah, In absolutely. In the NFL, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'5", 277. Still uh, learning. Still learning. Mm-hmm. But he said he he was absolutely fantastic afterwards interview wise yeah i and, talked to him uh, too actually and encouraging you guys to check out the, the video yeah. at hawkcentral.com uh just uh how much he loves his teammates mm-hmm. you knew that at media day but also just he he when he gets into a pass rush situation he just yeah i mean that is absolutely his right. time to shine yep. and so if iowa can get leads like it had late right I mean, and this what an amazing weapon this is going to be. This mm-hmm. defensive line, mm-hmm. those defensive ends, and Hesse, right? He had another good game, right? Anthony the, Nelson was kind of quiet. That's true. Yeah, yeah Hesse had a big pass breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fourth and one. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So good he, call. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, he's now won four straight Cyhawk games. Yeah, t- you wrote that was a the, little bit more about the trophy. Yeah, um, those seniors, especially like I didn't realize that ten of the twelve seniors addressed today were from Iowa. Wow, or are from Iowa, <laughs> and uh, obviously. They, I mean, Hesse had a great quote about this in my story. I mean, he said, "This is I'm going to have this for the rest of my life." You know, four I got, for four. I've got. I mean, no one can take that away from me. Yeah. And it means and a lot to these guys from Iowa. Yeah. Exactly. So I said, "Well, so now you can do a little chirping if you want to." He goes, "Well, I don't usually chirp, but if somebody comes chirping at me, I can, I can pull this out of my hat or whatever <laughs> <laughs> that I beat you guys four times." So he was, he was thrilled. They all were thrilled. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good story for them. Yeah, any other good quotes uh, from Yeah, there was. I mean, Epinesa. I talked to him about like what it meant to to give the seniors this win, and he just talked about. I mean. You know, he said, we always want to make sure it's a Hawkeye State. And uh, and that's what they did, you know, four years in a row now. So and two, he's two for two in this in the Hawk game. So, it, uh, I mean, there's a lot of meaning there for those guys. Uh, no matter what anybody says, you can just tell how much this game meant to those mm-hmm. Iowa natives in particular. Well, and um, you know what? Let's do three-word headlines, and yep. then I'll do my little big picture. Yeah. Um, comment here so uh since we do kind of have to scurry along i limit i'm gonna have to limit some of these 
Um, well, there are only three words. Yeah, let's start. Let's go quick. But what, I want your reaction because you guys, uh, Jared T or Jared D um, at I T Ricky. I don't know what that. Anyway, Jared D says, "Please more offense." <laughs> so people that was his can't be away. happy. <laughs> I mean, that's true. They're they're not going to hold every team to three points, but uh, but they get the win today. Uh, fees nuts. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the guy's name. Uh, defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. Commonly said thing. Yeah, in the um, Big Ten. Uh, Patrick Vint, the official Kirk Ferentz fan club, is <laughs> his new handle. Here comes Mongo. Is that Epinesa? I guess. Okay. I assume so. Okay. Um, Hawks 101, AJ freaking Epinesa. <laughs> Everyone's really excited about Epinesa. Well, they, they have been for two years, and I don't know. I can see why. <laughs> uh, Matt Evans, Epinesa Hulk smash. <laughs> It's a Gronkowski reference, right? <laughs> uh, Van Otterloo, defenses win rivalries. Ah, I should have saved that for the end. But that's, that's a good okay. one. Yeah. Sure did, 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 didn't last year, but this year it did, yes. <laughs> uh, this is uh, from Ross WB, who's also in the Go Iowa Awesome family. Uh-huh. Uh, I, this was their headline, and it was a great one. And it was three words, so he shared it with me. Uh-huh. Bless this mess. <laughs> <laughs> That is really good. Yeah. <laughs> well done, guys. Yep. Well done. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Randy Francois or Francis, I guess. I don't know. Uh, stubbed by Toe. Mm. You like that one? T-O-E, Team uh, Out East. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's a good way to describe this whole game, yes. That's uh, the term that Iowa State uses for the Hawkeyes. <laughs> um, toe, T-O-E. Hmm. By the way, I put this in my story. Interesting stat. Uh, Matt Campbell's still looking for his first touchdown in Kinnick Stadium. Yeah, right, right. Three points in 2016, three points today. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, I got, I'm going to save that one for the end. Uh, Gabriel uh, Johnson, uh, he filed seven of these, so let me pick the best one. <laughs> Gabriel fired up. Uh, help Nate out. Oh, yeah. Talk about the what wide receiver. About that? Well, that, there's some truth to that. I don't think he's been real sharp necessarily either. But, uh, yeah, they've got to find something better in those wide receivers. I mean, maybe this is a breakthrough for Brandon Smith. We'll see. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, another one he s- submitted was 2-0-K. and okay. hmm. Yeah. I might uh, have some thoughts on that as well. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Rowe, I wanted to finish up with him. Uh, another extra scoop of ice cream for, for Kirk. Parents. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Although he admitted he did not have ice cream last week. No, no, it was too tired, right? Salad and uh, Graziano sausage. <laughs> right, and then went to bed. And pasta, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so get, let's uh, let's uh, get into some of the meaning of some of these headlines, uh, like the 2-0-K, okay, defense win ri- wins rivalries. Yeah, yeah. To me, this game tonight, to me, it all points to what happens two weeks from now when mm-hmm. we're doing a podcast, maybe at 2 in the morning. Right. After Iowa beats Wisconsin, what happened? <laughs> what are we talking about there? Right, right. Based on what you've seen from this defense, I think you have to like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. to me, I'd rather be seeing a good defense right now than a good offense. Okay. I mean, don't you think? Uh, sure. It'd be nice to have both, of course, <laughs> if you're the Hawkeye fans. But, uh, but no, I mean, that's uh, that defense is going to keep you in pretty much every game if they play the way, the way they've been playing these first two weeks. Yeah. It'll be there's got to be holes in that defense that we're not seeing yet. Yeah, um, teams found them last year at times, but boy, to, I've heard it said before, and 
It, it is true. If you have a dominant defensive line, it just mm. frees you up to do so much. Mm-hmm. That defensive line was yeah overpowering. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. The sack that Matt Nelson had on Kyle Kemp, to yep. me, was kind of a statement point in the game. Yeah. When it was still a real dog. It was a dog right. fight the whole way. But yeah. He just swallowed him up. He said, I couldn't believe how, how yeah. free I came there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, that offensive line was not great. No. Not like Wisconsin's will be, for sure. But uh, anyway, my last big picture thought would be, uh, let's not guarantee a win next mm. week because we've seen Iowa no. lose a week three game to an FCS team before. That's true. <laughs> but UNI is 0-1-1. They're not exactly North Dakota yeah. State, I don't think, coming in. No, that would be a terrible loss um, for the Hawkeyes if they do that. Next week is a week to work out the offensive kinks, mm-hmm. I think. I agree. And and the fact that you got through these two, 2-0, is really big for yep. doing something special this yeah. year. Is it eight wins? Is it ten wins? Is it yeah. You know, nine wins. Is it more? Yeah. Uh, everything is kind of on the table now. Yeah. I mean, got. I had them eight and four and losing this game, so now Me i got to say nine and three. Me too. Just, you know, by default, and I think that's certainly reasonable. And now ten, yeah, you're right, ten and two is out there. And you look at the rest of the Big Ten, uh, Purdue, 0 oh and 2. Yep. Northwestern that, that lost today. doesn't seem as scary. Mm-hmm. Northwestern lost at home today mm-hmm. to Duke. Um, Nebraska lost at home. Yep. And may have lost a quarterback. Oh, wow. So, I see that. Uh, I don't know what the latest was there. But, okay. I mean, this is, to me, this is shaping up to be a Big Ten West title game in two weeks. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Can we move to the end of the year? I just wish I could just, like, change these. <laughs> just put that put that one on week and play Nebraska in two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, we should do injury updates. Smith, uh, I don't actually. We don't really said, have much. I said X-rays are negative. So X-ray is negative on Marset. So I didn't break it. Christian Welch could have played, but didn't. Yeah, he's, he was in uniform. But Colbert played really well. It'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do there. Exactly. And IKM sat out the whole he game. He said they hope to have him back sooner than later, which means nothing. Yeah, right. I think they'll sit right. him this week. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean why would you play sure, him? Play Henry Guile, absolutely. I mean, that, they'll get by without him easily against Northern Iowa. Yep. Yeah, because Young and uh, Sargent seem to come through okay. Yeah, they played. They mm-hmm. were at interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw Tristan Wirfs get kind of dinged a little bit. I don't okay, know. but he came to interviews as well. He did. did you talk to him? I did not. I didn't, I didn't either. Get I meant to. Yeah, I wanted well, to too. Missed opportunity there. It's tough for, to get to all of them. But the offensive line played pretty well. They did pass blocking. I yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a good defensive line for Iowa State. Yeah, and they and they multiple. I mean, they kept switching stuff up: three man fronts, four man fronts. Yeah. It was a challenge. All right. Any final thoughts, Mark, as we uh, close this one down? No, I just uh, I think it's a really good win for the Hawkeyes. I think they beat a good team today. Um, I really didn't think that Iowa State showed rust necessarily. They came out right away and looked good, mm-hmm. considering they didn't play last week. So it's not like they beat them at their worst. Right. I think they beat a good team today, and uh, the defense, uh, like we said, continues to be very, very impressive. So look for more coverage, um, obviously in the Sunday Register, but um, in my DVR Monday column, which I'll post on Monday, obviously. I hope so. That's how it works. Otherwise, it's a silly title. (laughs) And uh, I'm enjoying getting our um, teasing our radio interview this week. Um, Our show on Hawk Central's uh, from 6 to 7 on KXNO this week. And our special guest, again, aligns perfectly with the theme of the year. I thought so, too. Reese Morgan, defensive line coach. We're going to talk all everything about Apinesa, all all 10 questions, one guy. And about changing tires on the side of the road like he did that one year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned for all that. Uh, 
feel free. I haven't read any of Mark's stories yet, so read You're his gonna stories. You're going to love them. Uh, read my stories. My stories kind of stunk. Oh, but brother. Here we go again. <laughs> hopefully Mark carried the day. I'm going to tweet him out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next week.